Welcome to Low Standards and Pours Friday, January 27th, 8.31 Eastern Standard Time. Broadcasting just outside of Detroit Rock City. We have the Romantics for you. Where are the Romantics from, Eric? They're from Detroit. We want I've to heard of that place. I don't park know there. that place. It shouldn't hurt Cars get towed out of that place. Yeah, but you can sure <laughs> find some great tunes. What's going on, brother? Oh, you know, just enjoying a good Friday night, uh, relaxing here a bit, and uh, glad to be on this podcast. How about you? I'm like excited. This is going to be fun. This is, uh, we're going to totally wing it. And uh, I mean, I did about 40 minutes of research. And um, oh, Sherman says hi, by the way. Hey, Sherman. Um, here he is. He, he, he was quiet the probably nine minutes more than I have, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna wing this myself. He, he didn't bark the entire day, and then he <laughs> hears my I, voice. He, he, he knows my it's voice. You. I know that's what it is. <laughs> He's killing me. Uh, my mom, so I think is, my mom does the same thing. She hears my voice and starts complaining. Well, because well, <laughs> I would hear your voice and start complaining too. But I mean, that's a whole different story. Yeah, Jenner wrestling is with us. Hey, stick around, man. Yeah, well, Whatever. thanks for sticking um, as long as bed. Yeah, uh-huh. the forty-eight seconds that we were talking. Um, so this is when I look in your eyes, the romantics from the first album, which was in nineteen eighty. I had this typed out somewhere. Let's see. Oh, that's of course not where I put it. Um, I had this whole thing. Oh, here it is. It's on this thing. Um. 1980, they had two albums come out. Yeah, in the, cal- in the calendar year. I uh, I and did if I remember that. correctly, yeah. If I remember correctly, something I read here. I'm going to fade this out the way you told me. That hey, was what? when I looked in your eyes, the Romantics. Um, but for some reason, uh, I remember reading something where uh, the first album, the Romantics, came out at like January 4th, 1980, and it was the first. Um, album like uh new wave punk whatever album of the 80s of the really? decade first released because huh. it came out january 4th 1980 interesting i want to it may or we... may not be true so listen folks ladies and germs we are going to uh spew out some things that are potential facts um or just we're going made up yeah, or completely made up, and it's going to be silly and fun, and we're going to have a good time doing it. But um, the bottom line is, is it's all about the music, right? Is, exactly. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? Buy those. No, not CDs, not eight tracks. Buy those. Listen to them on the on the not the radio. Um, the, download them. Download them is what we're trying to and, say. And pay for them. Pay so for. This is them. not a Napster kind of thing. Yeah, but we'll is, tell you why a... you need to pay for this music. There's a story about oh, it. Oh, yeah, geez. Story about Especially it. with the romantics. But again... It's terrible, kind of. They, uh, I actually found their the band website, um, and the band has a website. You can buy merchandise and stuff there, and they don't have any album, uh, tour dates going on in, in 22 or so far announced for 23. Yeah. But the 21 and the... 2021s were all canceled because of covid yeah i just saw them they were playing live in vancouver in nine or in 2019 yeah well that was before, yeah. COVID before crazy. COVID. yeah yeah um so you know i mean it, it, and 
Well, I mean, do you want to? Do we want to play a couple of tunes? Get people. To yeah, remember let's, them? let's let's do the Wikipedia really quick, just to kind of get everybody, uh, our, our national and uh, worldwide uh, listening, uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, the Romantics are an American rock band formed in 1977 in yeah. Detroit. 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 Put under the banner of power pop and new wave. Influenced mm-hmm. 1950s American rock and roll, Detroit MC5, Stooges, early Bob Seger, Motown, R&B, 1960s North American garage rock, as well as British invasion rockers. Hey, and as you're going there, one of the songs that I selected later on from one yeah. of their, their last album, um, you can really hear the Motown influence. And I'll yeah. point that out when we get to it. But um, this is all, I mean, this is what I like about you. Eric. Yeah, I was just going to say, are you telling me that? Sure, yeah. Because you really know how to dance. You go up, down, jump around. Uh Uh-huh. You know, I got to be honest. When you first came up with this topic, I was kind of like the romantics. Like, what? And as soon as I started playing, I'm like, oh my god, this is a huge part of my childhood. Huge. You know, and especially remember the way they dressed. They always dressed so the, like the red leather on the first yeah. album, and yeah. then the pink leather on their third album. Yeah, um, I mean it just it, so fifties. Yeah, and that's the thing is, is you can really you can really hear and feel the influence, but they're totally a garage band. They um, they did a live thing in two thousand four that I found we'll get into in a little while, um, and you can hear the garage band roots. You really can. You know, um, I'm looking at the, the current members. At least I think they're current. I got to double check. Um, this might be the original uh, lineup. But um, mm-hmm. members were Wally Palmar, Mike Skill, yep. Rich Cole, and Brad Elvis. Do you think Elvis is his last name? Or you think that was kind of a... Maybe he looked like Elvis, so they'd put him down as Brad Elvis? Um, and that might be the more recent version of Maybe. it because yeah. um you miss jimmy moranos and, oh yeah here we uh, go yeah brad elvis was from 2004 okay yeah Until okay mm-hmm. yeah because they went through a lot of drummers Kanye. yeah i got you um, interesting but i mean these guys had you can you watch the videos of the first year or two the first three albums yeah they're yeah. having so much fun yeah, and then um, actually, they're gonna fade it out just the way they t- that you taught them. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, hey, I do. Re- um, I do remember that. That's what I like about you. But no, when uh, I remember seeing something about uh, when they did the video for uh, not one in a million, but, uh, talking in your sleep. Yeah, and the girl that was in the video, um, something about like they just kind of. Like somebody knew her, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we're just going to do this." And uh, I could be confusing my things, and I just totally lost my train of thought. Totally yeah. derailed in my just train of thought. It, just make it believable, so everybody believes you. Oh yeah, okay. Um, I have no idea. Yeah, that's um, right. You know, it's it's what happens when we get on the show. All yeah. the great all the great ideas we had. All just, those things we talked about for hours and hours goes right out the window. Run away. Hours and hours, yeah. With our what, forty-two minutes of uh, prep time? Right. You're no, you're forty-two minutes of prep time. I had about a minute or two tops. Yeah, but you found the thing on on Wikistinkia 
So yeah. it's good enough to go. Um, yeah, thanks for before we go anywhere, uh, these guys wanted to say hi. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. Yeah, it could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. I know, boo. We, got, we should be playing that at the end of our podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. And I can I can do it again. Right before, um, yeah, the closing uh Closing credits. <laughs> the closing credits, as if anybody gets credit for this. Um, but that said, the law offices of Jameson, Walker, Statler, and Waldorf uh, charge us $14,000 a month for their uh, retainer, and they are the ones that keep us out of jail. And how's that working for you, Eric? Uh, so far, so good. Thank God uh, we haven't any copyright strikes against us or whatever. Well, that and we're not in jail. So I really like yeah. that part. But um, they gave us the following disclaimer that we like to, to do. Uh, they also remind us to mention that, you know, hey, look, this is fair use. We're talking about the music. We're going to play the music. We hope the three people who aren't related to us are going to actually maybe go buy some music that we talk about and uh, exchange real money for it and uh, support the bands because we don't care. It's not for us. But right. Please listen at your own risk. These guys are moderately insane. The views expressed by the hosts are not necessarily those of rational human beings. All shows are poorly researched and presented by idiots. That's you, America. Any That's semblance up. of intelligent thoughts are purely coincidental and should not be considered factual. This program is not endorsed by any committee, team, group, band, organization, or tribe. No animals are harmed in the production of this show, as far as we can tell. Sherman. Uh, <laughs> please check with your doctor prior to really listening to the show. Not that. available in Colorado or Delaware. Unless you're in Colorado or Delaware, we're totally available. Right. Um, you know, I was just uh, flipping through here. What was I? Oh, um, I, I thought it was kind of interesting. You know, it said uh, for three years, the band was on the road playing in East Coast uh, and Midwestern venues like Boston's Rascaler, CBGB. I, I never, I never would have guessed CBGBs. That. Yeah. Yeah. And Manhattan Max's Kansas City and Cleveland's Agora. So they toured. The, they toured everywhere. Yeah, These guys were, yeah. and, and the thing is, is um, these are truly talented individuals um, with a passion for music and having fun and making great tunes and writing tunes, being original, all that creative artist stuff. They had no idea how to manage the money, so they handed their reins over, excuse me, to two jackalopes who basically raked them over the coals. Yeah, and, yeah. And essentially got the guys to sign over their editing rights or uh, authorship rights or something to the music. Yeah. And basically yeah. they got no royalties of, of any, you know, or one eighth of what they should have got. Right. Right. Um, I was, uh... you know, based on some of the stuff that I sent you that I almost read, you know, it was like every three months they get five grand and they think it was great because, you know, these are guys, hardworking guys that you know, I don't see five you know grand every once in a while, just drop into your lap from you. Yeah, you know, did three years ago. I got a, I got a. Um, it should have been fifty grand every three months. Ooh. Yeah, it's his lawsuit on November twenty first, two thousand seven. Romantics filed a lawsuit against Activision, Red Octane, yep. Harmonics, and Wave Group Sound over the song "What I Like About You" used yep. in Car Hero Encore. You know, the reason why that caught my caught my attention is I was just watching or reading something about um, Aerosmith and Aerosmith when right. um, Guitar Hero became really popular they um, whatever sold the rights gave them the rights 
for some of Aerosmith's songs to be included on Guitar Hero. Uh-huh. You know that band apparently, apparently made $25 million on Guitar Hero? Yeah. That makes sense. Well, see, in the Romantics, it didn't get Jack Squat out of it. Whatever. Yeah. What? Romantics. What'd you say? Are you cutting me off? No, I know. No, I was just going to say, your lousy uh, whatever the hell you're on is cutting out again. Oh, no, not that again. Great. I'm rock star. Um, probably yeah. probably because I was leaning back we, and whatever. We need to up- um, uh, we need to upgrade you to 5G. Well, what we really need to do is upgrade me to uh, more than just headphones with a little microphone thing on it. Right? I got you. Yeah. Yeah, no, no I think it's it's something in your, um, your, your uh, Wi-Fi or something. I don't think it's your phone or nothing. It's just your Wi-Fi cut. Yeah, my, well, and I, I turned off Wi-Fi. I'm on uh, the other thing. Oh, gotcha. You're just doing the band, the, the regular... Uh, Whatever doesn't matter. Anyways, yeah. um, but so the what do you got? Didn't, the didn't get anything out of that that Activision stuff. That 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 what you call mm. it? The um, Guitar Hero. The loss that they had. Yeah, they they, uh. they really didn't get anything out of it. Um, and they should have gotten a ton of money out of it, but they didn't because those other guys were just horrible at bookkeeping and were lousy managers and kind of screwed them up right. stuff. You know. Yeah. $25,000 that, that Budweiser gave him for um, what I like about you uh, yeah. years ago. They didn't see any of it. Yeah. Well, it looks like they're, I mean, touring as of 2019, hopefully they're back to making some money, at least off their concerts. You know, maybe there's yeah. uh, they can sell them on Spotify or whatever. I have no idea. So what, what I did here is that this is uh, the last song from their first album. She's got everything that I'm going to play tonight. Yeah. Um, there, I mean, what I like about you, when I look in your eyes, she's got everything. And the other one I played before this, which I can't remember. Um, it, it's, this is like upbeat fun. These guys are having a blast. You can hear it in the music, you know? It's like we're, they're leaping out of their skin to try and entertain folks. You know what's interesting is if you take if, well if you take this sound and you just put a little you just dab a little bit of punk on it, yeah. it sounds like a replacement. Yeah. If all you yeah. gotta do is put some punk on it, and it's this is what kind of style of replacements had. Well, right, but it's that fun jumping around stuff, and you can hear as the albums progress because they're not seeing any of the effort money from their efforts. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like, and that's some of the stuff that I was reading too. Is, is they just it's kind of lost interest. It just wasn't as fun anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, with the amount of success that they had with one in a million, and to, talking in your sleep, they should have, you know, been able to come back with another album and just rock it out. Yeah. But the album yeah. after that was just like it fizzled. It didn't even didn't even rate on the chart. Yeah, it usually, you know, it usually seems to happen that way anyways with a lot of bands. They, they take all this time and put together a couple of albums. Mm-hmm. And then once they're under the pressure to create another album because they don't have enough material, then the third album comes the third album comes out kind of crappy, you know? And it seems and I, I think what I was getting at with the Romantics is, you know, they toured and they enjoyed and they had fun and, you know, it was all working for them. And then they hit it big with those two songs 
in 85 or 83 or whenever that came out. Let me see. I want to be, I want to be relatively accurate. Uh, 83, one in a million and talking to your sleep come out. Yeah. And then after that, it just dies because yeah. their, their 1985 album Rhythm Romance is the one that didn't even chart. Well, how long? Yeah. You don't remember when they signed off the uh, rights to their songs? Do you have um, any idea? It was, I think, like in '84. It was. It was early. Was it early? On. Yeah, it was early on. Oh wow! Maybe that um, explains why they kind of. Yeah, they 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 lost it. They yeah. just You know, this is from their second album, National Breakout, which is really not all that famous. Uh, this song, Tomboy, is playing in the background. But you can hear that. I mean, it's still that garage rock. It's almost a little Ramones-ish. Yeah, it's Not sure. as fast, but, you know. You can almost hear the clash also. Yeah. It's you got, know? you know, the heavy drums, the guitars are clean. The bass is undertone, just drives the song. And the lyrics, whether you can understand the lyrics or not, doesn't matter. His voice is awesome. For yeah, the no, music he's, he's standing in front of. And it's just fun. I've always been a Romantics fan. And I'm going to apologize now uh, for as lousy of the research that we've done to try and, you know, make them, make them look good, whatever. But the music yeah. speaks for itself. I could just sit here and play the music and be fine. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna key these guys back up and start listening to them again. I haven't touched antics in probably 20, 30 years, at least. Yeah. Probably since the early nineties, if not late eighties. You know. Yeah. I mean, I've got three of their albums, so um, I right. got the first one, and then Strictly Personal and In Heat. Um, this is National Breakout. I don't own this one, but just it's a fun song so that was tomboy uh stone pony is another one and i swear to god i thought that this was like they were doing some uh mitch Ryder songs or something at one point yeah. but these are all originals i was and, reading here mike yes. still left the band after the release of the second album national breakout in 1980 he was replaced by lead guitarist kaz handler this yep. lineup of the band recorded the album Strictly Personal in 1981 with producer Mike Stone, who had produced for Queen. Yep. Okay, that's pretty interesting. Due to frustrations with songwriting the record, which Cole was replaced by returning skill, he took over as the band's basis. And just, they're just fun, man. So this is Stone Pony, again from National Breakout. I'm going to fade this out the way you told me to. Um, See, I'd like to hire these guys. If I ever got married, maybe hire these guys to do my uh, do my wedding. Well, I'm sorry, I'm just stunned at you. The idea of you getting married. Yeah, I know it's all you know, just a bunch of whatever. How uh, how would you ever happen. put up with you? You can't put up with a woman for that long. No, not after 52 years. No. <laughs> I've lived with enough to know that you know, I like my <laughs> solidarity. Right. You know, and it, it is what it is. This is uh, from Strictly Personal in the nighttime. And this is it's like a heavier, thicker sound. It's a little produced. Off. But I dig it. Huh? 
What album is this off of? Are you interrupting me? Oh, I'm sorry. Strictly personal. Um, yeah. It's their yeah, third what, album. What album is this off of? Oh, okay. Yeah, like I said, strictly personal. Like I'm going to tell you. I, I get it. Like I wasn't going to tell you because it's personal. I'm going to fade this out. Uh, so that, that one yeah. Give me a second to catch on to that one. But... Yeah. It rocks a lot, yeah. And this is also from this third album, Spend a Little Love on Me. It, It's a much fuller sound, but it's still that simple, you know, four chords and three chords and a rhythm or whatever. You know, just that basic rock and roll. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this is their third album. God, this reminds me of placement so much. Yeah, this this album really does. And I heard this album in, you know, 82, 83 when it came out. Yeah. Again, I'm going to have to look at my piece of paper. Uh, Strictly Personal, 1981. I heard this and I owned it because, you know, I was uh, seventh or eighth grade and I had money from doing the paper route, so I bought records, you know. When you get, you know, Columbia House giving you 13 records for a penny, you're going to do it. Sure. And I did it a bunch of times. And uh, this album, listening to this one, set me up for liking um, your other band. What's your names? Replacements. Um, yeah, let me, I'm just looking through here. Um, this guy's been touring for, for quite a bit. I, I didn't realize they were on the road and I'm trying to see if, if they've uh, stopped in Michigan at all. Oh, Sterling Heights, Freedom Amphitheater. Okay. When did they play there? Um, this was back in 2015. Yeah. And I looked on their website. They don't have anything current. But no, they no. Yeah. They had been touring for quite a while because that's the only way they could make money because yeah, yeah. They didn't, they're not getting the money from the, the rights to their music. Yeah. They weren't getting their royalties. 94.7 of CSX, 30th birthday concert event, the Romantics. In Taylor, general admission was free in 2017. Are you kidding me? No, I'm looking at it right now. Well, we got to put these guys on the radar because yeah, we I, have would, to. I would, you know, even though they're older and what have you, and probably, you know, maybe two of the original guys are still with the band traveling or whatever i'd still go see them i'd yeah, pay 50 i'd pay 50 bucks to see these guys i think that would be just a fun show yeah maybe the ham music festival that's eh, not what it's for <laughs> the ham music festival is for the up-and-coming guys these guys uh, are not these guys aren't even has-beens these are rockers that were yeah i'm going here yeah So, do you remember this song, Eric? You might have heard it once or twice. Yeah, I do remember this song, actually. Yeah, I'm sure other people might have heard this song once or twice. Because this was one of their chart toppers. Tart choppers? It was one of their tart choppers. Tart poppers. Uh, 2019, they were in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, at the casino. Oh, yeah. 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 I re- yeah. Well, no, because I remember driving back and forth with my kids to Kalamazoo, and you see the signs that says, you know, on the side of the road advertising. Oh. I'm like, oh, the Romantics. 
and it just it didn't hit me at the time. All right, I'll carpe. Yes, dear. So, Lost 80s Live in uh, this was in 2021 uh, at the Greek Theater in Los Angeles. This was the lineup. Um, it was Stacy Q, A Flock of Seagulls, the Romantics, Gramarama, uh, The Vapors. Remember The Vapors? I do. Yeah. Animals. Japanese. Yeah. Jose Cotton, Musical Youth. You know oh what? My God. Youth of course they passed <laughs> the Dutchie. Oh, my exactly. God. That's your favorite band, The Musical Youth. I know. The Flirts, Naked Eyes, Glass Tiger, Missing Persons. Trans X and Burning Sensation. That was just oh. uh, that was a lineup in 2021 out in California. Oh my God! Did it actually happen? Be, um, I think it did. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh my God! That's that's a lineup to to run with. <laughs> oh man. Well, plus you know, musical youth. <laughs> At this point, it's the middle-aged youth. Exactly. Well, yeah, the, music, I, the musical middle-aged. Yeah, they may have, they may have passed on some of them. Who knows? That's well, I mean, game. you know, they, they were the past. Well, but I mean, they were what? When the song came out, and, yeah, they were kids. And they're actually probably out. our age. Yeah, probably yeah. our age. If you think about it. Yeah, maybe a little bit older. I doubt it. So that was one in a million for uh, the Romantics from the album In Heat, and I mean, I swear to God, it's like it is a polished, well-produced song, and it's a it's a good song. Yeah. And then you get something like this also on In Heat. Um, this was their 1983 album. And this is the one that made them beyond famous. Um, although at the time, I was already familiar with them because I had bought their first and third album. Right, right. By 1982, I had both of those albums. And then In Heat comes out, bought it right away. I got the vinyl in the basement man, to prove it. Interesting. Yeah, but I mean, this was. Do you remember the video? You know, I don't know if I do or not. If you saw it again, you'd go, "Oh yeah." It's just I, I don't have the video on right now. Just yeah, I, I remember all their uh, all their attire. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. What a great song. It's all leather. Um, so, did I want to give another factoid? about um, let's see I don't know there's there's all sorts of stuff you can look it up I mean it's just you know these guys just basically got raked over the coals well and it, it turned out that at one point with the lawsuit they basically were told you can't make music for 10 years Interesting. No, it's horrible. Because think about it. I didn't know that. The, yeah. the creative, the creative artwork to come up with this song, and then, and of course, after this, is I think when the, the thing happened. Um, but after, imagine the number of songs that we didn't get. Could you imagine somebody could... told you you can't practice underwriting anymore for ten years? Oh. Could you imagine how upset you'd be? For like 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, would, yeah, no. I would be upset for 20 minutes and I would find a new job. I no, would be a, yeah, a greeter, I'd be a greeter at Walmart. Right. Yeah, the way I'm going, that's where I'm heading. 
hey, you know what? I, I, I can be a greeter at Walmart and, um, you know, live indoors still. Yeah. Barely. But, um, so, I mean, this, this song was remarkably famous. I'm, I'm sure one or two of the three listeners who have paid attention to this uh, podcast at all will understand that, you know, oh, I've heard this song twice, maybe <laughs> three times. I mean, yeah, I'm being sarcastic because this was This, on this the was radio. one of their later songs, though, right? This is one of their, one of their later hits. It's 1983. Yeah, this is like one of the ones I remember the most. Probably yeah. one of the last, last ones I've heard. You know, it is. It's just so, and you know, this is the kind of thing that should be on Guitar Hero. Yeah, yeah. Um, And you know, again, I'm always on the side of the artist because these are the guys that are working. You know, trying to craft a. I look at it this way. When I write an email for work, and this is just a horrible analogy. When yeah. I write an email for work, especially with the new job that I, the new, I told you about the new position I got, right? Right, right. So with this new position, I really have to craft each particular word very specifically, in order oh. to, in order to get my point across to exactly what we need to do to fix the particular specific issue, and so I could write a two sentence paragraph that takes paragraphs four. <laughs> I don't know what you're that's what my that's what my Catholic upbringing schooling taught me a paragraph is four sentences or four lines no four sentences yeah and you know <laughs> those monkeys have not written whatever um, I'm just anyways go ahead but you know I put two sentences together and that takes you know 20 minutes yeah, to get yeah. exactly everything to to convey the idea as, right. succinct, as succinctly as possible with no hints at other stuff because as an underwriter we have to be very dry and um, what's the word uh, not very black and white very matter of fact no yeah. gray areas uh, no hinting at suggesting what we want you to do uh, right. It has to be impartial is the word I'm looking for. Everything has yeah. to be completely impartial. And so it takes a while to craft that, to get it to that way. Well, these yeah. guys are doing the same thing with music. It, you know, they'll sit down and they'll have a hook for a guitar riff. And, oh, that just, I like the way that sounds. And then the drummer will add something to it. And then, you know, the bass will come in and the, the three of them will sit together and, you know, plunk around for a while and figure stuff out. And then, you know, after a couple hours have hammered out a basic and then you know, they got to come up with words and they got to do this. It's way more uh, intense than just, you know, writing a couple of sentences. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, right. But that'll be the... Uh, Somebody's doing something in the kitchen if you hear that grinding noise. So oh. I'm going to put on uh, This is Got Me Where You Want Me by the Romantics, also off of In Heat. Um, but really, that's how I see musicians is artists crafting a feeling in words and music. You know what I mean? Right, right. And, and I may not get 
you know, listen to their song and get what they're trying to convey, but I get something. And I wrote this to myself earlier. Music and songs have different meanings to different people. But as long as it inspires thought, feeling, or emotion, it's worth it. Even if you interpret the artist's message wrong, your brain got some exercise. Go buy some songs. Give your like, brains a workout. You ever hear that song, uh, Pumped Up Kicks? Yeah. Yeah. Pumped you Up know, Kicks. Yeah. I, I never gave that song. I, I always liked it. I um, thought it was, that's a fun song. Yeah. You ever really listen to what it's about? No. Uh, you should. It's extremely, I'm not even going to tell you what it's about. I don't know what, what, what the exact meaning is or what the idea is behind it. Probably drugs? Lyrics, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of uh, morbid. I what morbid's the word, but it's pretty dark. Definitely pretty oh, dark. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's kind it's of a happy song. You have your feet to pumped up kicks, but when, uh, yeah. when you really uh, listen to it, it's... Uh, oh, yeah. It is actually kind of sad now that I... It I, is. I remember thinking about it. And I'm like, yeah, but it's still kind of, it has like a hook to it. It's got a... Well, it's got a good uh, hook. It's, so it says... It's contagious, but it's not sad sounding looks, musically. No, you'd never think if you weren't listening. Right. Because Robert's got a quick hand. He'll look around the room, but won't tell you his plan. He's got a rolled cigarette hanging out of his mouth. He's a cowboy kid. Yeah. He found a six-shooter gun in his dad's closet. It goes on from there. But when you listen to the song, if you're not listening to the lyrics, yeah, you never know. I know because the music is fun. Yeah, but and again, that that goes to how a good musician will craft a song in order to convey a message. And maybe we don't get the same messages they're conveying, but we sure as hell like the song. And it yeah, doesn't but, matter. It, it gets the endorphins going. You're, you're thinking the little, you know, my four brain cells are firing and talking to each other. It's it's great. Well, you know, a good a good example is uh, we are the champions, or um, um, the one from Queen. Um, we are the champions, and um, yeah, that one. Yeah, the um, hold on. I'm just gonna keep rolling through romantic songs in the background while you talk. This yeah. is uh, Shake a Tail Feather, uh, which really, this is like almost like it could have been on the Blues Brothers soundtrack. Actually, I think this might be, this is the one that, yeah, they did a couple of remakes. And I mean, this is almost as good as the Blues Brothers did. But we didn't um, see him do it live. Yeah, but I, I mean... I know you're a big Blues Brothers fan. No, I'm just saying that. I don't, I don't know if, um, if, the, if the Blues Brothers had this much talent, you know? Mm. Oh, I hear you. But uh, going for, to the vein, for the way the Blues Brothers did it for their movie, it was perfect. Yeah, just really quick, going back to Queen. Um, yeah, yeah. I've seen We Are the Champions, but it starts off with We Will Rock You. And, right. you know, you can take that... Um, that whole song and theme, and background of that that song, and place it anywhere. You know, yeah. um, it's kind of what you get out of the music. Yeah, and, and and that's the whole point of music in the first place. Here it is. What do you think? Where does it take you? And that's how we started this stupid podcast in the first place. Where does music yeah. take you? Right. 
Yeah. I mean, and one of the few things that really can control emotions and bring back memories right away. And that takes you music. to a place. Yeah. And regardless of whether that place was a pleasant one or a horrible one, a fun one, a spooky one, it takes you there at the point where you were when you heard it. I think. I mean, no, you I know, agree. our four listeners who uh, have abandoned us might tell us differently if they were still on. Uh, we just count our friends to download this program. Yeah. And download this podcast. Because Lord knows people want to download the dog barking in the background. I would. I mean, why wouldn't you want to have regular normal life? I shake a tail feather. Oh, I'm, I'm I think those um, things that the, the dog barks twice, the gate opens, and then Sherman can go out and do his thing, you know? Yeah, he doesn't have a thing anymore. Oh, well, I mean, he does. He can pretend all he wants. This yeah. is from Rhythm Romance, which is their last album in 1985 that did not chart. Uh, this song is I Got It If You Want It. And the other thing that I noticed about the Romantics is a lot of their lyrics, or, uh, song titles, have a rhythm to them. Yeah. Um, I, here, let me just do this. Um, when I Look In Your Eyes... What I like about you, she's got everything. You know, it, it's all a certain number of syllables. And I think right, it has right. to do with how they write their music is the, the, the whatever time they put it in to do the music, that, that number of words fits in nicely with that. You know no, what I, I mean? Spend yeah. a little love on me. No one like you. You know, it just she's got everything. It's like, and then you, you throw into, uh, what was the, um, talking in your sleep. Again, it's the, it's the number of syllables, I think. Shake a tail feather. Right, right. Got me where you want me. One in a million. I got yeah, I it know. if you want it. I don't, I, 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 it was just one of those things that as I was typing out the words, I'm like, God, they're, titles are so long and then it it struck me as i'm typing it listening to one of their songs i'm like there's a rhythm to even just the title right right and it goes back to you know crafting crafting the song the way you want it to be this was not one of my favorites that was from their album rhythm romance this is the one that um listen for the motown hit or the motown influence this is a song test of time from 1985. This was off that same last album. Listen. I mean, if this isn't Motown, I don't know what is. Yeah, no, I hear you. It's almost like they're sampling um, the Shirelles or something. Right, right, right. There's something to it. I'm trying to think of which song it was, but I'm listening. To this. this is Motown. Yeah, you know what? I, I also I hear a lot of Brian Setzer. And yeah. Guys, you know, Brian Setzer's been around for a while. He's phenomenal. Yeah, I saw him. Brian Setzer and uh, his orchestra. Yeah, and um, 
the um, Peach Boys I saw at um, at Tainan. Oh, that would be a fun show. Yeah, it's a good, good show. Yeah. Uh, how long ago was that? Oh, it's probably been 15 years, maybe. Mm. All right. Yeah, I'm just reading about Brian Stetzer. Was Brian Stetzer, American guitarist, singer, songwriter, on widespread success in the early 80s with hippie style rockabilly group Straight Cat? Yeah. Uh, but he he's a very talented guitarist. Yeah. yeah and, I like um, and when I've seen him in interviews, he's a fun guy. Yeah. It's like the, one of those guys who's, oh, I don't love to hang out with him. But this is so Motown, isn't this? You can hear the ooze in the background. Yeah, it's a total Motown feel. And the song is Test of Time. This one is the new mix, 1985. Um, but I just, I don't know. I just, it, it's sad to, to hear when a, an artist gets screwed. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know. Same thing that happened with Billy Joel, you know? Yeah. What was the... Um, Billy, Na- Billy Joel, his, it was a it was a family member that was managing his money and oh, okay. took him for like just like like half half the profits. I'm not I'm not exactly sure, but right, um, just took him, it made him it pretty much made Billy Jones broke. Oh and, man, uh, yeah. With all the, I mean, there's a guy who's got hits, hits galore. Right. Yeah. You know? And I'm not even thinking of just the '80s ones. He's got his his best of album that came out in the late '70s was awesome. Piano Man or whatever it is. Right, right. Um, just phenomenal stuff. Um, but what we got going here is uh, the Romantics, uh, 4169 in 2004 in Rockford. Uh, 6149, I guess. Oh, maybe this is. When the angels hear me call them. I don't know. Uh, but this is so garage. I mean, this act right here, I could hear that yeah. at, the, at Hamtramck. Oh, for sure. Because sure. this is, and, and this is what the Hamtramck Music Festival is all about, is this sound, this raw, out there in front of you, in your face sound, of bands just trying to make it and 20 bucks you can see as many bands as you want four nights and we're talking uh, august this year right yeah i was just gonna ask you when was this seven for i'm not sure i gotta talk to my brother real soon i haven't talked to him in a while we gotta get together and figure out what i'm gonna do he was at one point telling telling me he wants me to be a booker for one of the yeah. clubs, and I'm like, I don't know. That seems like a lot of responsibility. I like just showing up and you know, yeah, selling wristbands and having fun and meeting people. Being a booker sounds like it. You know, you actually have to like do work, and it's not as fun dealing with all the thousands of fun people coming to have fun. Did I say fun enough? Yeah. Have I ruined the world? Um, All right, I'm going to fade this out the way you told me to. But that was from uh, 2004. 
and this is also from the same 2004 Rockford, Illinois concert. But it's just that fun driving music. God, this sounds and like Motorhead. Ace of Spades. It's not. It's good. But this is, it's all raw. It's just raw. I had no idea they had that much punk in them, you know? Oh, yeah. They're, they're more alternative punk than I ever thought. I thought they were more of a, just a poppy, uh, you know, group from Detroit, you know? Well, yeah, but, you know. What was that band we were supposed to go see uh, that we missed? Um, Uncle Matt went to it. Um, it was, uh, they had a couple, like, two hits. It was, uh, I'm going to start with an H, um, the Honeymoon Suite. Honeymoon Suite, yeah. Remember Honeymoon Suite? I do. They yeah, it was two hits. Of time I think they're around. I can't remember what those two hits are, but yeah, they had the, they had the two of them. But what, what when I think of, uh, of of how that works is it, this just jumped into my head here. Uh, what kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. <laughs> we got country and western. What was that from? Blues Brothers. Oh, that's right. That's right. I, yeah. I'm, yeah. Um, I mean, I, don't beat yourself up, Eric. Listen to this. Yeah, right. And I'm no slouch myself. <laughs> don't sell yourself short, Judge. You're a tremendous slouch. Yeah. Yeah, you know that one. So I got to start putting um, these in. Um, yeah. So, Honeymoon Sweet, New Girl Now. She's a new uh, girl. Oh, remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, we were supposed to go with Uncle Matt and a bunch of his boys to go see him down at uh, right. St. Andrews, and I we just kind of figures was almost, on a beach was going to be there too. Yeah, I was almost dead. I couldn't. Uh, yeah, breathe you back. were not living that time. No. Um, so and it was on my can, birthday too. It was on my birthday, 2019. Yeah, August 15th. Interesting. Um, you were dying then already. I was. You, I was you only had those two and a half years where you were dying. <laughs> Got robbed I mean, two and a half years of my life. Well, a lot of people did, but it yeah. was the COVID shutdown thing. But you were actually sick. Yeah. For non-COVID issues. But, yeah. you know, that's a whole different story. And, God, let me tell you this. You sound great now, brother. Oh, I appreciate as, as, it. As tired as you are from <laughs> taking care of Ma and doing 14 million different things at the house to, to fix it up for her. Um as, as tired as you are with all that, you, you you do sound great, like a thousand times better than when we first started doing this show. Yeah, yeah, it was um, hey, for a while there. I, I I well, we went and got our our, our estate estimate. We went and got our estate done, and you know, will and power of attorneys and all that. And I wasn't sure if I was going to make it, man. It was it was pretty scary. It was pretty... Oh, and I had this thought. And this is totally a side note. We'll we'll get into Eric's playlist here in a minute. We're going to do that bit. Um, I got three songs for you. Oh, and before you say that, I got to tell you about my short story about the romantics. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's finish up on the romantics. Yeah. So um, I'm not going to mention the names, that. but I live in the Plymouth area of Michigan. Plymouth, Michigan. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have one I look in your eyes playing in the background. Yeah. A buddy of mine uh, owned a building and um, was conducting business there, and, and they had sold the building. Uh, they were going to move on and do other things. And um, we wanted to bring over uh, some carpenters and some construction guys to update, do some updates and whatnot. And uh, my buddy that owned the building, or at the time uh, sold the building, got in a conversation with the HVAC guys. 
and um, it ended up being one of the guys from Romantics. So good that he hear, good to hear that he's what you know. What year was that? Do you think? Just a couple years ago, two three years ago at the, at the most. Yeah, I mean, well, that, that's my story. But he's still around, still uh, whatever. I'm not sure who it was though. I have no idea. I'm not sure. Yeah, you had mentioned this story to me before, and you never knew who which guy it was. But I mean, it's 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 good that you know he's working hard and yeah and stuff. But I mean, these guys rock, and the creativity level that they had with music should not. And I'm not diminishing HVAC guys at all, but well, you know they should be making more music. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. You know, there's just this, I don't know. It, it's a sad story. If you really look into it, it, it is a sad story, but these guys were phenomenal. Yeah. Um, we can do something like this with uh, Fang, Fine Young Cannibals, too, uh, on another show. And sure. I'll, have, I'll do some research on that. It's just as good. Um, yeah. Actually, theirs is a bit of a better story, but the Romantics got screwed. Uh, whereas playing panels didn't necessarily get screwed, they just things just changed really fast on them, right? Um, but anyway, so this is when I look in your eyes from their first album, and like I said, this is just fun music. I'm gonna fade this one out the way you taught me, and we can break into um, your uh, what do you want? To yeah. Call it? I forgot exactly what I sent you, but... Uh, you sent me three, and I'm going to play them, and then... I want you my MTV. It's not quite... I want my MTV. It's not quite MTV. Which one are you playing first? Um, I was going to go with your long wave. Long wave. Wake me when it's over. Oh, yeah, I like this. It's a cool thing. And I, I haven't listened to any of these. Uh, I only got, you know, the first couple of beats. Um, I don't recognize this one at all, like as something I've ever heard before. But I got this far into it. I'm like, this is interesting. Yeah, it's done. It's got a strong open. You know, it's got a, a, a deep feel to the sound. You know, it's not some shallow keyboard and, and a drum. Right, right. There's there's depth to it. There's instrumentation. There's something. Oh, I'm just looking up some information about. Uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about Longwave. Let's see. And this is uh, when it's over. At the dawn of the New York City rock resurgence, 1999. Been around for a little while. All right. Um. It does have a bit of a slow dive feel to it. Yes, yeah, the bandwidth list John Wrecking, uh, Radiohead XTC and Stone Roses. The helm of production for a full length, uh, There's a Fire, must be one of their albums. In 2008, okay. Long Way of Release, Bridge Are Sinister, which Kate has produced through original Sydney recording. Doesn't really tell me a whole lot, but. This has that um, late, late 90s. Uh, mid to late 90s feel to it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That kind of heavy, you know, cold play with talent. No, I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah, uh, well, you know, and that's the thing, Eric. It, 
as much as we claim to not know about music, somehow in the back of our heads we know stuff. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I, uh, and, and I think it's just because we're junkies. Right, right. No, I agree. I agree. You know, I, a lot of times I spend, you know, a couple, three days in a row, eight hours a day at work, just let the music play. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's all sorts of stuff. But this, I've never heard before. I dig this. Yeah, there's not a ton of information on them, but nevertheless, uh, I, I think it's a, a band to keep an eye on and, and um, yeah, see where they go. Well, and again, this is Eric's playlist. Um, this is, the, the band is Long Wave, one word. The song is Wake Me When It's Over. If this sounds good to you, you know, find it. Go, go to the band's website and buy the album. Or an album, yeah, or three albums if you really like it. Um, get some merch. Most of the most of the band websites have merch available too. Right, right. And they make money do, with all that stuff, and it all it does is support them to make more music, which is all this is about for you and me, right? Well, I agree. I mean, um, you and yeah. I, you and I don't have a. Well, I, I do have a pot to pee in, but I don't have extra money to blow on all sorts of stuff. Right, but, right. I can sure talk my little hind end off about what I do like and point people in the direction. If you don't like it, don't buy it. Sure. But if if, if this is your bag, go go find yourself some long wave. This is if, if I well, and now that I mention this, my oldest works at uh, Barnes and Noble. They're closing her store, and everything's on sale this weekend. So I'm going to go up there and they have a music department. So I'm going to go and spit, you know, split through the, or flip through the seas and gotcha. the music stuff they have. And I'm, you know, I'm going to pick up some things that I might normally wouldn't buy. Right. You know, right. I'm returning it's, bottles and I'm going to use that money to buy whatever I can. As you should. I, I used to do yeah. that. I still do a little bit. Um, yeah. Wake me when it's over. There's actually a movie called wake me when it's over from 1960. It's a comedy. Yeah, pretty interesting. Hmm. It's kind of stumbled upon that. I don't know if there's any um, correlation with that or not, but we'll see. I was going to play uh, Baron Heaven next because I want to save the other one, Kitchen's of Distinction, for last. Yeah. Because I really dig that one. Um, yeah. And as soon as I heard the first five notes, I'm like, I know this song. But yeah. um, Baron Heaven is coming up right here. And this song is called Autumn. If uh, if you have, um, what's the thing where bright lights give you epilepsy? If you have epilepsy or any kind of yeah. um, aversion seizures. to seizures, don't watch the video <laughs> because within the first, and I started watching it and I didn't even have a drink and I'm like, oh my God, I think I'm drunk. <laughs> um, looking at it and I don't have any of those issues, but this is a, a public warning. But the Baron Heaven, Autumn is the name of the song. Um, that's what we hear here. It's, I got through the first, this is where I stopped it. So, I think this one was a little bit slow to, yeah, materialize, but it kind of get better as the song goes. Well, it's a three minute song, at least the, the one that I found. Yeah. But, you know, in the video, 
there's this graphic that keeps rolling through, and it looks like the cover of Joy Division Unknown Pleasures. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's just wild. Um, but All right. What is it says? Uh, Baron Heaven was an American indie rock band from New York City. Born okay. by John Philpott in 2003. Sound of the band incorporates influences from psychedelic music, electronic music. I mean, what is crowd track? Kraut rock. Kraut rock. Kraut like rock? rock? I don't know. How's it spelled? C R A U T R O C K. It's like Kraut. Kraut rock? Yeah, it sounds. Could be Polish. Uh, experimental rock and developed in West Germany. I was going to say, like, if it's Polish, it's on the German border. Yeah, yeah. But I would uh, think Krautrock, if it was totally German, would be with a K. Yeah, that's interesting. But I don't know. I'm not a linguist. <laughs> I am a cunning linguist. This <laughs> uh, <laughs> Krautrock is described as a broad genre encompassing great approaches, commonly drawing on Sibdelia, Vermont guard collage, electronic sounds, and rock music while typically featuring improvisation, hypnotic, minimalistic rhythm. And it is a little hypnotic. A little bit. I'll give you that, yeah. And that's Baron Heaven, right? Name yeah. Of the band? Yeah. Yeah. The videos are a little hypnotic, too, and about to make me throw up. Yeah. Did you ever see that movie, uh, whatever the hell it was? Um, oh yeah, the movie, whatever the hell it was. That's my favorite. Yeah, movie. The, the, the one that like you know, they spent like three three dollars to make it, and they made like four hundred million. What was that one? The, the ones in the woods. Oh, um, the the witches of Eastwick or the something, not witches something um, something witches. Yeah. Not them witches. Not <laughs> L.A. Witch. It's um the the it's the thing with the witches. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I uh, Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch Project. Yes. Yeah, the forty-eight cents to make the movie, and it made a zillion, and it's like right. the stupidest thing on the planet. Yes, yes, yes. And wh- why? Why did you bring that up? Um. Oh, I was just kind of referring back to you getting dizzy and stuff. With, uh, lights flashing. All right. So. Uh, well, the Blair Witch Project. They're like running through the woods or something, and people get. Yeah. Like, Dizzy or whatever because the camera's like bouncing all over the place. I don't know. I just I don't know anything about it. Anyway. I, never, I never saw it. So this is Kitchens of Distinction. And when I saw you send this to me, I'm like, I recognize the name of that band, but I don't know why. Well, you recognize the song too. You heard stuff. And the song is Drive That Fast. And as soon as I heard the opening guitar riff, I'm like, yeah. I know this song. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and what this takes me back to is working at the button exchange when I was working for that novelty company. Uh, we always had really cool, fun music playing in the background. Right. Because, you know, the, the, the art team was in the next other side of the building and they would be in control of the music and they always had fun stuff going on. I always found something fun. It was it was one of those like what a great place to work. Everybody's young and crazy and weird. Yeah, but yeah. We're being productive. And Kitchens of Distinction was one of the bands that this song was played at my office. I'm like, oh, this is just great. It has that um, 
that late 80s feel to it, like a, like a more produced uh, Muddy Lemon Drops. Yeah. A, uh, it, it reminds me of a lot of different things. And there's that, um, uh, again, we're doing the show, so I can't remember anything. Well, I, I, I hear these guys like the church, yes. but the tempo stepped yes. up a little bit. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, maybe, um, God, I'm trying to, can I, got, uh, oh, it's got a little guess. bit more, like a, a well-produced, the jam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, jam might be a good one. Ball, we have a ball, we have a jam. Um, what's uh, what's, well, not the fix, fix is slower. What's up? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to piece together who this feels like to me, but it's it's a kitchen of distinction for sure. It's distinctly them. And the song is Drive That Fast from 1990, and it's off the album Strange Something World. Uh, I just, yeah, I'm just flipping through some information, but I'm not, I can't really pair them up with anybody else. There's somebody out there that I, I, I want to say that's down like, but it's not catching me right now. It, as soon as we're done with the show, we're both going right. to think of like three different you know, people. Yeah. Stuff. And that's <laughs> not going to help anybody. But tell me a little bit about Kitchen kitchen of Distinction. If I could speak today, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, it says Kitchen Distinction, sometimes shortened to KOD or an English three-person alternative rock band formed in Tooting, South London, 1986. They released okay. studio albums and a handful of singles and EPs. Before disbanding in 1996. 96. So they yeah. had a good 10 years. Yeah, yeah. In um, what part of London? Uh, Tooting. Tooting, South London. Okay. T O O T I N G. Tooting. Right. So we had. Uh, we had done that whole show on the, the new romantics. Yeah, yeah. Which was the, um, the one outside of London or Liverpool area uh, that had gone through a lot. It, it's a whole different story, but it just seems like there's a lot of uh, oh, a lot of good crap comes out of England. Music. Yeah, no kidding. I wonder why that is. Somebody want to do an anthropological research study on that and give get me a ten page paper, double spaced. I would appreciate it. Yeah, you know, Wikipedia says um, years active, nineteen eighty six to nineteen ninety six, two thousand twelve to present. So they may have pulled back some of these guys, or I don't know, maybe whatever. I, I don't know. Um, they might have done something. Yeah, maybe they're all. I'm um, trying to see if I can find out they're back together, but I mean the entire original band. But I don't see anything. Uh, it's sort of like the Charlatans. A little bit, uh, you know. It's um. There's somebody out there. I just can't really put my finger on it. Okay. I mean that just threw that one just leaped out at me somehow. Uh, but I like this song. I've, I've I've liked this song for a long time. Drive that fast by Kitchens of Distinction. This is a five and a half minute version of it. And um, 
I don't think this is the version that got played on the radio. I think kind of an unusual name, Kitchens of Distinction. Oh, I know. You know, isn't it a little bit? It is absolutely uh, mm-hmm. completely. You know, and um, I, w- I was kind of thinking because we just don't seem to be able to figure out who sounds like what. <laughs> this this really just kind of applies. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. So, you know, I mean, it's like it's, when we started this podcast, I'm like, don't look for any trivial shit out of me. <laughs> right. And, you know, we, we attempt to be smart and we yeah. really do try. But I, um, if we had more it, of an agenda and did more research, we could kill it. But um, a lot of this is going off of what, 30 years, 40 years of uh, just music loving here. Uh, yeah. yeah. So and, and honestly, we have lives. We got stuff to do. Yeah. And, you know, it's like uh, we love doing this show. And quite frankly, it's mainly because I love talking to my buddy about the stuff that we talk about. Amen, brother. You know, um, and, and we are going to do uh, an upstairs at Eric's at some point, maybe. Well, not- it might be downstairs at Eric's next. <laughs> right. Well, right. And, and, and honestly, it's going to be one of those things. And because um, I'm going to come help you move some of your shit. Yeah, no, I appreciate uh, it. Because you're taking care of your mom. You got to move into the. Yeah. How old are you now? And moving into your mom's basement? Shh. Stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, 52 and moving to my mom's basement. Yeah, but this, this is. It's for different it's not, reasons, though. <laughs> yeah, it's not like, you know, you're a useless slug and you're yeah. on the internet all day and you're hanging yeah. out in your mom's basement because you don't have a job or anything. Right. This is because. Well, I don't have taking, a job. I do, but, yeah, but I don't. But you're <laughs> taking care of your mother. Sure. No, I don't. It's not like you know, ma, get me more. Yeah, where's pizza the pizza rolls? Where's I the want pizza? I want pizza rolls. You know, it's it's not that. This is ma. I I need you to eat this, and ma, yeah. I need you to, to to have some water here, and you know, this is you taking care of ma. Yeah, and but, just for um, um, for what it's worth, I'm, yeah. dealing, I'm dealing with a mom uh, that is has the onset or kind of halfway through dementia or halfway through the development of dementia. Yeah. Um, for anybody that's out there that uh, has a parent uh, that might be dealing with it, you know, it's a tough thing to deal with. Have patience and um, talk to people who have dealt with it and get some good advice because it's it's a it's a tough thing to uh, to manage. You know, you got to have a lot of patience, a lot of understanding. And, and what was the thing that I told you? Cause I had to do this with my mom who had, we had gone through the same thing. Yeah. You know, they have a tendency of repeating themselves a lot and asking questions that don't make sense, but right. you, you got to kind of play their game a little bit. You got to be on their page because if not, it just confuses them. more. I'm, I'm listening. Yeah. It confuses yeah, no, them. yeah. It confuses and, them more and makes them upset. And, and, and I'll, I'll tell the world what I did which worked really well for me, but you know, every parent is different. Uh, it worked well for me and Ma, but when I would go and see her and she would start telling me stuff that I've heard a thousand times, it was, you know, Ma, that's interesting. Yeah. How did, what, how did you think of that? Or, you know, and try to get her to 
go deeper into it. Right, right. Or just say, yeah, Ma, you're right. I got it. Yeah. Knowing yeah. that whatever she said is completely crazy and whacked out, it doesn't matter because arguing is worse. Oh, it is. If, if you, yeah, it confuse. It's, it's like, well, why are you, I'm smart. Why are you arguing with me? Well, yes, I know you're smart. You were a brilliant woman. You raised me and I turned out to, you know, be a normal human being relatively. And we appreciate that. But what you're saying is crazy, but I'm going to agree with you because I don't need you to think about that any longer. And the beauty of it is 10 minutes later, whatever she was saying, yeah, out of, out of her mind. Right. Oh, yeah, Doesn't exactly. You're on to another thought. Yep. Yep. Right, because I remember uh, really going through this with my brother saying, you know, how do I explain to Ma that I found my birth parents? Right, right. And yep. he was like, you know, honestly, um, you just tell her and yep. look at the reaction and that'll tell you what's going to happen. She's going to have an initial reaction. Yep. And if it's a good one, that's great. If it's a bad one, it doesn't matter because she's going to forget about it 20 minutes from now. Right, right. Yep. You know, so just do it and get it over with and you know that's kind of a lot of life is just do it and get it over with right? exactly you know spearhead and just deal with the consequences as it comes who's you, uh, um, who's, who's chatting with us now yeah did, hobo chilling did you get my message check your text message let's let's close out to that song i um did not see a text message oh here oh for 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 hobo yeah, Hobo, Hobo's still here. Yeah, he just Hobo. We're just getting ready to wrap it up. Um, we've been looking for you. We mentioned you a few dozen times looking for you. We oh, hope it's... everything's all right. Well, you know, and, and Hobo, it's not like we were trying to miss out on you. I had, I had a flat tire. I, I didn't have money for cab fare. My trust didn't come back to the cleaners. An old friend came in from out of town. Someone stole my car. There was an earthquake. A terrible flood. Locust. It wasn't my fault, I swear to God! So really, Hobo, it wasn't our fault. We swear to God. We, yeah, we, we swear. We, we do miss you. Um, but, oh, I think. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to pull this up. Yeah, I told Al Carpe to fire up a song. Welcome to Hobo. doesn't Holy really, shit. Well, I don't even know. It, well, it's. It it's kind of something pretty, fun kind of for you. Whatever, kind of plan your. It's a, it's a. It's it's just you know hobo. It it's fun, and we love you, and we're always happy that you show up. And yeah, you know, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so you're doing good though, hobo, out there in the world. Staying out of trouble, staying alive, uh, 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 staying alive. Hopefully COVID's not affecting you guys. Yeah, and the seventh wave. And what's the name of this song, uh, Carpe? It is Hobo Humpin' Slobo Babe by Whale. By Whale. And this is, it's a fun video. Um, yeah, pull out there. This is just a... Tell us about this song again, Eric. I don't know. I just popped in my head one day. Like I, I, I don't even remember how I remembered this song. I just like I haven't heard this song in thirty years. It came out in '94. Yeah. Somehow I, I just kind of stumbled upon this song. 
I don't know who Whale is. I don't either. It just got this great rhythm. But I remember it. I think it was some. Yeah. And I am not a rap fan of any sense. Well, I don't know if it's quite rap. It's this part here. You know, it's sort of like like Limp Bizkit, you know? Yeah, a little Limp Bizkit, a little, uh, what's the, uh, uh, been caught stealing guys. Yeah, James Addiction. James Addiction, uh, that vein. (laughs) And I kind of, it's like, interesting. I don't even know if I decided if I like or don't like this song yet. It's just interesting. You play at a bar or play at a club or... This is just fun. Um, so, you know, we did our thing on the romantics poorly, and we apologize to the romantics, uh, our Detroit boys, who made yep. it big and lost it big. We, we are sad for that, but... Go see yeah. them live when they play again. Go see them live, or go to their website. They do have a website. You can buy stuff on their website, you know, romantics t-shirts with the cool logo, uh, mugs, t-shirts, buttons, keys, stickers. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what time it is. I do. You know what time it is? It's uh, time for... It's 9.45. It's time for the wild and loose. I'm going to fade this out the way you taught me to. I'm going to play that last thing that we're going to go out to. Was wonderful. You know, I loved that. Love you, Eric. We'll see you. All right. Thanks, Paul Carpe. We'll talk to you next week. Hobo, always a pleasure, brother. Thanks for stopping in. Listen to the show later. Hey, boo! Boo!